my lands Here we go again Another great adventure Another yarn to spin Every time we get together What a mess you'll find us in Oh my lands Here we go again Oh my lands Here we go again Oh my lands y'all It's Kathleen and Nikki We can't wait to share What we're up to in this episode Here we go Well, y'all, we're so excited to be with you again today, and we're just going to get right to recordings from the road this time because we, our memory was actually recorded on the road, and we're going to talk to you a little bit um, about Kathleen being such a scaredy cat. I can't help it. I am. I am a scaredy cat, but it is what it is. You're right, it is what it is, and I know you can't help it, but it's just so funny to me because you are not scared. You are a take charge in the front leader, and you will just put somebody in their place so quickly, but you are such a scaredy cat about scary movies and, and scary things that... A lot of people just walk right on by. Oh, I know. My husband's been out of town, and I have wanted to watch three shows, but they all have scary parts about them, and they're documentaries. (laughs) So I haven't been able to watch them. I, I mean, I've been waiting for him to come home because I'm like, I can't watch this and go to sleep. Which, y'all, that's why this is so funny to me. It's just so not like any other part of her personality. So this just sticks out to me. And so here you go. We hope you enjoy these memories and the recording on the road. Oh, my lands. They are saying it is an actual ghost story on this one site. Maybe you should read it to me tonight around the campfire out by the lake. Lands, no, I done told you. I want to go to sleep early tonight, get good sleep. We're hauling that trailer right on up this coast of the lake. It feels weird to call it a coast, but I want to be able to go to sleep tonight. I can't be reading a ghost story tonight. Oh, yeah, I forgot that kind of stuff freaks you out. Always has. Y'all always made fun of me, too, when we was kids. Oh, my gosh. Remember when you, after we watched uh, Watcher in the Woods, it was a Disney movie. I know, and it scared the bejeebas out of me. (laughs) Betty Davis was in it. She was an old woman. You wouldn't come in and out of the house in the dark anymore after you saw it. I know, it scared me. Because what if somebody was in the woods? (laughs) Then they's going to get me. Okay, I'm going to finish, and then I'll give you... Oh, Lance, this is a long article. I'm reading from uh, the Daily Yonder... Dot com uh, from an article by Liz Carey um, called Visiting Dunes on a Dare, a ghost story of nature-loving recluse fires a challenge in the national park. So let me ask you this. Now, Diana the Dunes, her real name is not uh, Diana. People, locals gave her that name after the goddess Diana. That's how she got Diana. I don't think she wanted to become a celebrity. 
she was an extremely smart lady. She had multiple degrees from various areas in like mathematics, astronomy, Greek, and Latin. I mean, she was one smart chick. They don't know exactly why she left. They think she might have had a love somewhere. So she she wanted to live out on her own and be free. So let me have you guess. What do you think the ghost story is based off what you know of her? There's not a lot, but she's living out there by herself. And fishermen were seeing her. And that's how they find out that she's out there um, by herself and becomes a little bit of a local celebrity. Because the fishermen see her out. What do you okay. think the ghost story is? Give a guess. Well, now, I'm going to guess this. I don't know if it's right, but it's based on, because I did read a little excerpt. Yes, there's a book about her. Yeah. On the, well, the back of it. Mm-hmm. And it said there's questions about her soulmate. So is the ghost story a love story about her and her soulmate? No, not even close. Not even close. By the way, the book that you're referring to is Diana of the Dunes, The True Story of Alice Gray by Janet Zinke Edwards. That's the book you're referencing. Okay, so do you want to make another guess? It's not a love story. She's not out there on the beach looking for her love and, you know, calling his name in the dark. That's not the story. Think a little bit more scandalous for the time. We're talking... Early 1920s. And I say, hoorah, go Alice for going against society's conventions and doing what you want to do. Well, is it just because she was a single woman on her own? Oh. (laughs) Thank you, Alice, for preparing the way for me, if that's it. No, no, no. I said scandalous. Well, for the 1920s, it would have been scandalous for a woman to live on her own, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's part of why she drew attention. Uh-huh, that's part of why she drew attention. Okay. Well, I don't know. She was a, a dancer. <laughs> oh, no. Well, you could call it that. Uh, the fishermen would see her bathing in the lake and running up and down the shore naked. And that's what drew the reporters to her. Well, if that's the case, then she's more your spirit animal than mine. <laughs> That's what the ghost is. The ghost story says that at night you can find the ghost of her running nude up and down the shore. I wasn't expecting that. That was different. See, you could have told that ghost story at the campfire next to the lake. Because maybe she would have run up and she would have run up and down the shore of our lake <laughs> to scare you. I know. I have to say. I wasn't near as scared as I was floored that, oh, my land. Uh-oh, it's saying turn real quick right here at 12. Um, Am I turning right or left? Left. You're going left. It's not really a turn. Yeah. Left or I know. I don't like it when they say that, but, you know, we could have gone straight. Okay. Now, it is going to say, this is interesting. It's saying turn onto Rice Street, but. um Rice. Rice. All right. And there'll be a sign saying go to Mount Baldy Beach. It's right here, two-tenths of a mile. Prepare to walk to your destination. I want to walk to my destination. They said this was handicap accessible, that you could drive it. And here is the turn. Yeah, here's the turn. Oh, no. 
we shall see. I really didn't want to walk no more. It's hard. Holy Look cow. at that dune. That's a big one. Okay, so anyways, I never expected to read the fact that the ghost is a naked woman playing in the water and running up and down the shores of Lake Michigan. I just didn't see that as the ghost story. Never thought of it. We have to take a picture of this. I mean, I, it's huge. I can't get over it. It kind of reminds me of a levee. No, it's a dune. It's a dune. Yeah, it's a dune. Well, park and we'll see what we can do. Oh, he's been waiting on me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. They're like, mm, tourist. Yeah. I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's been so just, shock and all. Blown away. <laughs> Thank goodness they was patient. I know, they were nice. They was probably just going, whoo. We're sitting in this air conditioning, <laughs> catching our breath. Look, can't we go down? We can't go down any further. Of course, this is in the shade, so that's good. Goodness, it's like, at the, go back. Let me take a picture. I mean, like, it's like the, the dune has covered this tree. And there's just a little piece of the tree. Why do you? So you could see it, and I couldn't. Let me get out because I'm gonna get the hole here. Okay, this is uh, Mount Baldy is kind of I think the tip end of this park. Well, what's your decision? Well, let me look at the map and let's see how far of a walk it is. I'm not joking. It it really did say. Mount Baldy. Oh, maybe it was Lakeview that was handicapped accessible, not Mount Baldy. You know what? It doesn't tell you how far the walk is to Mount Baldy, over Mount Baldy. We are right here. It's right there. It's up to you. What time is it? It's going to be 3 o'clock when we get back to Michigan. It's going to be Let's go so we can get in the water in the lake. Well, y'all, Nikki and I headed on back to camp and got in the lake to cool off because them dunes had been so hot that day walking around them. But we have time to add a little bit more into this episode. So I picked a selection where Nikki's laughing at the way I talk and relating things back to how I'm so scared of so many things. So, hope you enjoy this part, too. Hey, there it is. It's even spelled Tuck. T-U-C-K. I'm sorry, I'm not saying nothing back, y'all. My mouth is full of my breakfast if you've been hearing me eat it. And no matter how it's spelled, we all know if you're listening... I don't say words the way they're spelled all the time. Lance, there was a rest area we could have gone into. We haven't been able to see one since we've been on this trip. Is that part of our adventure, just to go into rest areas? Well, no, but you know, rest areas are different state to state, and some of them are kind of pretty. I like to see them. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I've never 
taking on that adventure. <laughs> Must be where my daughter gets it from when she's a baby and she wanted to use the bathroom in every public restroom she came to. Oh, me. My favorite mispronunciation of yours is, well, let's just see if you've corrected it. Okay. What state is the city of Boston in? Massachusetts. <laughs> now, just in case you listeners didn't hear that, you are going to take a mass of two shits <laughs> when you go to Boston. <laughs> it's got so many letters in it and so many sounds. I can't get them all right. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. Chew. Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. All right. That takes a lot of effort. But you say, you don't say it that slow. You say it all one word. Massachusetts. Massachusetts. <laughs> Somehow it still sounds like shits. But <laughs> <laughs> and I love that state. You do. That's what cracks me up. I still, I mean, that trip was 20 years ago. Yeah. And I, I mean, as, as this, we are talking, this is a straight, a high performing top of the class student. Always has been. Thank you. And she says, Massachusetts. <laughs> I think that's why it's even funnier to me. Yeah, I love that city, Boston. I, the whole state's beautiful. Mm -hmm. But I love Boston. I feel like when you're walking through the streets of Boston, like the history is just climbing right up out of them cobblestones and soaking into your body. Well, that sounded a little spooky, but okay. <laughs> I mean, coming from the girl who cannot hear a ghost story before she goes to sleep. <laughs> That is a little disturbing. Hey, how about when we were on that trip? Remember when we went out to the Berkshire Mountains and to, uh, I can't think what the name of that little town is. It starts with an S, where the Norman Rockwell Museum is. Stockbridge. Stockbridge. Um, that uh, your mama had wanted to stop there. And I remember the time being. So when we went on that trip, we each got to pick two things that were a hard Yes, we have to do on this trip. And then we planned the whole trip around those eight things. And some of those things we all agreed on. I mean, everybody wanted to do that. But the Norman Rockwell Museum was one of the things that I was not wanting to do. And I will tell you, it has probably been one of my favorite ever museums to go to. Because when you see his paintings in real life, it feels like they're coming out of the canvas to you. Or as if you could walk into the canvas and just join whatever party or activity is going on. Because Norman Rockwell mainly painted the everyday life of Americans. And... I just absolutely love it. And do you remember what your mama did? Well, I, I was about to interrupt you and say, or not interrupt you, but say, you mean that wasn't your favorite part of the trip because 
Regina got called out by the um, docents docents because she was about to touch. I know. She got so carried away. The segregation painting. So the little girl going to school with the police around him. What's yes. the name of that painting? It's the Rosie Bridges. I oh. don't know the exact name of the painting, but it's Rosie Bridges that he painted. Um, and Mom, not Rosie, Ruby Bridges. Lions, I can't believe I got that wrong. And, Ruby Bridges. And Mama was so moved by that because that she grew up in that time period. She was a little girl as well. And remembered that, and she grew up in the South. that time period. She remembered that story, and she was so moved by it. And she just reached out. She just wanted to touch her. She just wanted to give her a loving thumbs up kind of touch. Yeah. (laughs) She reached out to touch it. And across the room, (laughs) the docent. How do you say that word again? Docent's how I say okay, it. Docent. Don't mean it's right. Yells, don't touch the paintings. She jumped back. We all jumped back. <laughs> uh, and, and bless her heart. We didn't let her live that down the rest of the trip that she was, because it was the original. Oh, yes, yeah, the real deal. Well, and if you recall, we left that museum and we went to this antique shop that had a mural painted on the wall going all the way up the staircase. And your mama again reached out to touch it. And that lady yelled, don't touch the wall. And it was at that point of us making fun of her that she said, well, if people don't want you to touch it, they should have it behind a wall. A piece of glass. Yeah, put it behind glass if you don't want my fingers on it. She said, because I that's my that's the, my sense that I use the most. I just need to touch things. <laughs> that was a good trip. That was a good trip. Oh, my lands. It says we're 14 miles to Holland. Oh, is this our exit? No, we've got five. Well, 5.7 miles. We're exiting at 41. Okay. Well, y'all, it's time for the segment where we add a a piece of advice. Um, And usually we are recording um, in Nikki's kitchen, but today um, we are recording in um, the second floor of my mama's home. And I am quite distracted because there is a groundhog out the window. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Up to mischief. And if my mama's beagle could get her eyes on it, oh, there'd be a chase would be on. Oh, yeah. It's it's standing up just as proud as it can be out there. Well, I'll tell you, I'm a little distracted because your mama's cooking down there and something smells heavenly. Oh, yeah. She is cooking something up for dinner because... um. We've always, you know, as a kid, eaten at home and at the dinner table, and we've all carried that into adulthood. 
you know, with our other families. Yes. And whatever it is, I'm not even hungry, but whatever it is that she's cooking, my mouth is just watering over here. I understand. She's a good cook. She is. And I've told her that you were still waiting on her key, on your key lime pie and she cannot find her recipe. Well, and I did not. So we ate lunch out today before we came here and I did not get dessert because I just in the back of my head, I thought oh, Miss Linda's going to have a key lime pie made when we get over there. I'm not a big dessert eater usually anyhow. But in the back of my mind, I thought, Miss Linda will have a key lime pie. Y'all, there's no key lime pie here. But there's a whole bunch of pickled peppers downstairs. She'll probably give you a jar of that steak on. Yeah. Well, back to the advice, like we had started out and got distracted, which is so much a part of our friendship and each other. Yes. Um, we hope you enjoyed the ghost story uh, from Indiana Dunes. And we found um, Alice Gray's um, life story very interesting. And we felt like it made good advice. And we think it was great how she just embraced who she was. And she didn't worry about what other people were thinking. Yes. And I have to say in that, um, I was, I was moved by that. And I wanted this to be our advice this time because I have not always been a person that could do that. I have always, I don't know if it's because I'm an oldest child. I don't know if it's because of the way I was raised or if it's just because I'm a cancer. I don't know. But y'all, she's going with that cancer <laughs> stuff again. But okay. And she's rolling her eyes at me again. But, you know, I have always cared so much what other people thought. And I have always cared so much that I was doing what was going to make everybody else happy. And so I just loved that at such a young age, Alice Gray just didn't care. She was just who she was. And I think that as we're turning 50 and this trip and just so many of the things that are going through my mind is about being your authentic self. And I have been searching for the last year or so of who my authentic self is. And so I just would love for people, especially women who are younger than us, to hear this and know that I think it's the most important thing that you can do is to find your, your authentic self. I know. I wish I could go back to teenage Kathleen and say, why are you so worried what other people will think about what you wear or what you do? Mm -hmm. um, because I think that I would have had a different perspective of life if I had not been as worried about what others think of me. Right. And I don't think she worried too much about what other people thought of her if she could run down the beach naked. Right. So go, Alice Gray, run down that beach naked. <laughs> well, we'll talk to y'all next time. Well, y'all, we hope you can use that piece of advice. 
or tweak it to fit your life and or your friendships. If you have a question that you would like us to answer or a piece of advice that you would like us to share, email us at ohmylands, here we go, at gmail.com. Oh My Lands, Here We Go is produced by Nick Lean Productions. Our song, OML Here We Go Again, was written and performed by Joey Boone. Copyright 2022, Joey Boone, eDaddy Music, ASCAP. You can follow Joey on Facebook and Instagram at Joey Boone Music. You can also reach him at joeyboonemusic.com. If you enjoyed the Oh My Lands, Here We Go podcast, please subscribe and review us. This helps us to keep sharing our adventures. You can find us at Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube at Oh My Lands, Here We Go. Seriously, y'all, thanks for joining us on this adventure and laughing with us as we go. Hope to see you next time.